What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Playing Rotation Podcast. It's been a while, but it's uh, you know, we're back. CJ, uh, Ryan, Jack, and now permanent member of the Playing Rotation, Scott Jackson. Uh, today is uh, actually November second, two thousand twenty. It's crazy that we made it this far. We're in November. Hope everybody had a safe, uh, a nice, fun, safe Halloween. Um, yeah. So today we have. Some studs and duds, a new segment for y'all. Uh, and we have, we're going to be recapping NFL Week 8. Um, yeah, so we're, you know, we're excited. It's been a week. I have to apologize to you guys real quick. Uh, I apologize for, you know, the technical difficulties that we've had, to, we've had to go through. But, you know, we're back. And I'm excited. Excited to talk football with you guys. Um, but, yeah, how are you guys doing? You know, how was your guys' uh, how was your guys' Halloween's? Man, fuck Halloween. The Steelers are seven and oh. Oh, all right. Come Rip. on. Man. Oh. Scotty coming in coming in with the energy today. Uh Halloween. No Halloween. We're I'm Super gonna... Bowl bound, baby. Come on. <laughs> all right. Damn. Jeez. All right, then. I guess we'll skip Halloween. <laughs> all right. I guess we'll just screw the banter topics that we had planned. Yeah. We're going to talk football. Um, I mean, I don't know. Do you guys want to just get right into it? Let's get right into yeah, it. Yeah, get right into it. Just I guess it. so. All right. So our new topic is uh, the studs and duds of the week. And essentially studs and duds are the winners and losers of the past week. Uh, they get to talk about things on the court and on the field and off the field and it just leads to conversation so uh we'll just get right into it i will start so my studs of the week this week in sports is the los angeles dodgers uh they won the 2020 world series in six games um you know you got to feel great for the city of los angeles that's their first world series win in 32 years in 32 years crazy um They've won the division every year since 2013, and they just couldn't couldn't get it done. Uh, we all know what happened in 2017 with the Astros, uh, and then 2018 they lost as well. But you know it was great. It was a great feeling. It's great to see my dad happy. He, he was telling me like he was he cried the night that they won because it, it means a lot to a lot of people. And I know you guys saw like some stuff on Twitter and on on Instagram about you know families crying, and it's a good it's a good win for everybody. Uh, 32 years is a long time, but you know this, it shows you like how how much sports mean to people. So it's it's nothing compared to 108 years for Chicago. So, I mean, you don't need to discredit us, bro. Oh, I forgot you're from Chicago. So, but um, yeah, I mean, it's like it's great. It's good for the city of Los Angeles. They got two two championships in the last year, so we happy, right, Scott? City of champions, baby. <laughs> we about rings over here. <laughs> and then my duds, my duds of the week on the field, uh, got to be the New York Jets. Um, there were hopes, there were hopes that they'd fire their coach Adam Gase by uh, Halloween, um, but I guess that's not the case. Uh, it's been a day, it's been a couple days after that, and it's simply not the case. They're now zero and seven. Um, their so-called or his self-proclaimed offensive guru Adam Gase is uh, their Jets are last in offensive yards, last in yards per game, last in points. And points per game. They They're might be honestly. I think they might be the worst NFL team I've ever seen. Oh, honestly, I think, I think you can put them right there next to those zero and sixteen Browns. 
Yeah, I mean, it's uh, or the Lions, I think it was. I don't even know. Oh, the team. Lions are pretty bad too. Yeah, they're the laughing stock of the league. They literally have no marketable players anymore. I feel bad for my boy, my boy Sam Darnold. Uh, but you know, if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I don't know how you guys feel about this. If you were Trevor Lawrence, would you stay in Clemson for a year? I'm if staying. One hundred percent. I'm staying. I would risk getting injured. I don't know about whatever, that. Dude. I'm staying in my ass in Clemson. You want the bag, or you want you want take to be the money and take the money and go to the league. Go live out your dream. It's your money or your dignity. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, it's it's this. living out your dream, being a number one overall draft pick. I mean, yeah, until we, the dream is ruined. Until your quarterback go back for a year and then they suck or they get hurt and their draft stock goes down, they lose money. Who knows? Just because you go to the Jets aren't. I mean, Jets have talent. They just have a horrible coach, a horrible front office too. I will say that. But those are my studs and duds on the field. Uh, my stud of the week. Well, actually, I'll start with the dud of the week because. I just don't really want to talk about it too much. Uh, Bears are on a two-game losing streak. Enough said. Uh, stud of the week. Uh, Pac-12 football is back this weekend. Yes, sir. Um, we've got all so conferences in Division One football now starting this week. Um, the Ducks open up against Stanford, 4.30 p.m., primetime game. Um, so it's pretty exciting. It's going to bring, I think, for college football fans – uh, around the country, it's going to bring a lot of a lot more excitement because um, I know, like, I don't know, just watching games and stuff, it just doesn't it doesn't feel the same. And like looking at rankings and seeing teams ranked really high that you know wouldn't be there just because there's only like three conferences playing is it just kind of sucks. So yeah. it's nice to see everybody playing again. Um, you know, undefeated Pac-12 team is going to the playoff this year. You heard it here I first. I don't believe that. I don't believe uh, that. Yeah. You guys can keep saying no, but you know I'm going to be right. If there's an undefeated Pac-12 team, so I don't know because I feel like the pack isn't strong enough. The pack is whack. Case. The pack has enough strong teams and enough ranked teams to get. An Just stop. Team there. Just stop. I don't know. We'll see what stop. happens though. Pump your brakes, homie. All right, you heard you heard it here on the podcast, Scotty or Jack. Jack, let's go to you. Who are your studs and duds of the week on the field? You know what? I'll take I'll take a. A little bit of left turn here. I'm going to go to college football, I guess. Let's – uh, or I guess not too much of a left turn since we're just talking about it. But um, as far as the stud goes, I think I'm going to go ahead and go Clemson. Without their without their uh, starting QB and Trevor Lawrence having to go to a backup, we're able to come back with that second-half victory. They playing terrible, absolutely terrible. Their defense played like boo-boo in the first half and then came back and bounced back and won. Dud, I mean, unfortunately, I'm just going to have to go with Ryan on it because obviously <laughs> we're the Bears fans, two-game losing streak. Yeah. That's all that needs to be said. Tough loss this weekend, tough loss this weekend. I mean, I'll say this. You guys lost twice in one week. So, I mean, that's kind of tough. You guys played a Monday night game and then a Sunday a Sunday game. That's kind of tough. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, Clemson's backup, DJ Younglele, is no, like, no <laughs> – yeah, but oh, he's nice, bro. I have no idea. I've been watching him since high school. That boy can throw, and he's big. He's like the number two quarterback run. in the country in high school. So he's yeah. no joke. He's the future. Two hundred fifty pounds, bro. That's no joke. That's a big boy. Yep, Scott. All right, y'all. Oh, My we know, wait, stop, stop. We already know where this is going, but <laughs> we'll have it. Just, just gonna... I have a couple studs, but I'm gonna start with my dud. My dud of the week. The Dolphins starting Tua Tagovailoa. Why? 
because you have a quarterback in Ryan Magic Fitzpatrick who has thrown for 1,500 yards, 10 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, but they eh, – 70 percent completion percentage man they're they're three they were three and three under him and then you go to your rookie quarterback for no reason really but like he i mean to what he had an okay game he had a yards, bad game touchdown. he didn't I mean, have that defense, game. That defense really game. carried him but 93 like, I don't know. pass yards in a football game in an oh the defense was on the field the whole time that defense for sure carried them but I don't know. I just before I didn't really understand it. it. I didn't understand it. Scotty, before you get to your dud, is he are you questioning the decision because you want Herbert to be like the like him? No, 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 the no, only no, no. rookie starting quarterback. No, no, no. I love <laughs> Herbert. I love me some Herbert, but I like Tua, bro. I've been okay. watching him since right. Alabama. I like him a lot. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I want Tua to succeed, but I think it might have been a little premature. I agree. But I just think I just think they're not going. They're not going to win a Super Bowl this year. Oh, definitely. So might as well not. just prepare the future. If this is like thirty six years old, might as well just prepare your your franchise guy. It was coming yeah, off a right. bye, so it makes a lot of sense. They got the win, so yeah, ninety three yards on twenty two attempts, though. I don't, I don't know. We'll get to that later. That's it's not necessarily his fault, but Jared Goff. But uh, but let's get into my stud studs. Uh, one of my studs has to be my seven and O Steelers taking out the five and one Ravens back to back weeks, three weeks straight. We we took out the Browns, who are four and one. We took out the undefeated Tennessee Titans, who are five and zero, and now we took out the five and one Ravens. How about them Steelers, boys? That's Let's talk impressive. about it. Let's talk about it. I mean. Hot take, they ain't taking it. They ain't going to the Super Bowl. Ooh. What makes you say that? I said it. Let them hear it, Jack. I said it. Why? I don't know. I just feel like they're just going to choke it in the playoffs. They're going to take an L. Hey, at least we're going to make the playoff, Jack. What? Y'all, I said, at least we're going to make the playoffs. You guys Damn, will. Bro, that's you some pretty fair words. Chicago. Chicago's about to drop two more games. Watch. That's that's no, 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 no. Watch. What? The only team that's not making the playoffs is the Rams. That's that could be fact, Ooh. actually. Yeah, Jerry Goff is pretty not even going to contest that. It's actually a very <laughs> possibility. But yeah. Scott, I mean, you guys, your your schedule got progressively harder as uh in that three game stretch, and you guys came through in three games, back to back road victories. So uh, I really can't hate on the Steelers. I mean, I never really did, but. I think we did. I think, uh, to be honest, though, I do think that we might have taken the league by surprise because all last year – I mean, last year was a rough year, and we went 8-8, eight and eight and we were out Ben. We didn't know what he was going to be coming off of Tommy John surgery, and he's been doing really good. You know, Steelers looking good, defense looking good. We just traded for Avery Williams. So yep, Avery Williams. No, they're, they're definitely the number one team in the league right now. We're looking good. We undefeated. And guess what? We got Dallas, we got the Bengals, and we got Jacksonville the next three weeks. Hey, don't sleep. We're about to go 10 0, bitch. Let's go. Don't sleep on the (laughs) Bengals. Yes, sir. Joe Burrow, come on. Your duds? No, my dud was. Hey, I got one more stud for you. I got one more stud for you. How about this? Because I haven't been on any of the podcasts talking about the Lakers. My stud are the Los Angeles Lakers. Woo! 
winning the championship. Lake How about show, that? Seventeen. We got two Laker fans on the podcast now. All Let's right. get it. Let's go. Let's move on. All right. Move on. All right. We'll go to off the field studs now. My off the field stud is the. Uh, this is going to be a little different, but we got the Orange County Fire Department taking care of the fires here in North Irvine. Um, you know, it's not very common for fires to be here in Irvine. So, I mean, it handled a lot of people. A lot of my friends were freaking out, but. Handled the situation really well. It seemed to be gone in about a day and a half or so. So, you know, shout out Orange County Fire. Um, that's my stud of the week off the field. My dud of the week off the field, it's got to be me <laughs> for, for like, getting my computer fixed. And, uh, you know, it took, we took a week off. But, you know, we back, baby. So don't worry about it. All right. I guess I guess I'm up. Uh, my We'll start with my dad again. Uh, my dud of the week's kind of kind of tailored towards uh, sports, but not really. Uh, fantasy football. I uh, I fumbled the trade with our dear friend John Horry, and I could have traded Kenny Galladay for AJ Brown and T Higgins. Um, it's now biting me in the ass, considering Calvin Ridley and Kenny Galladay are both hurt, and my flex players are still trash. And I basically lean on Dalvin Cook and Patrick Mahomes. Wait, why didn't you know? I'm in second place, so it don't matter. Hopefully, why didn't you take that? Uh, because it was AJ Brown was was basically had it was his first game back from injury, so it was only mm-hmm. one game, and I wasn't really sure like how he would he would fare because like Kenny was like a sure like 14 points, and like T Higgins also. Had like his one good game. He's on the come he's, up. He's looking good. Yeah, like I mean, he basically both those players broke out after I declined the trade, or like it didn't like go through. So. It'd be like that sometimes. Don't worry. Yeah. So game. you know it is what it is. Uh, I picked up Darnell Mooney, and he's uh, he's balling out. So it worked out. But uh, my stud of the week, a little I uh, gotta gotta promote myself here. Uh, I got a promotion with work. Hey, congrats. Oh, congratulations. So I'll be I'll be slinging Milwaukee tools on a very much larger scale now. Uh <laughs> actually working specifically for Milwaukee now, not for like the parent company, so that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. That starts on on Monday, so it's coming up here pretty shortly. But congratulations, brother. Congrats, congrats. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But yeah. Well, I'm going I'm going to stay on the topic. I'm going to go next. Okay. So yeah, yeah. My stud also has to do with fantasy football. And I traded – so I needed depth this week. And so I traded away Kyler Murray, Keelan Cole, and Justin Jefferson. And I picked up Leonard Fournette, Jamison Crowder, and DK Metcalf. Jamison Crowder, Ooh. PPR God. That's a good trade. You got you got baby who DK. DK popped off this week. He got me like 35 fantasy points. Absolutely went off. So that's my stud. And I don't got duds because, you know, we stay winning over here. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. I love that. I love that. Damn. Jack? Well, my for dud, I'll start off with that, is my fantasy team. Um, I don't want to get too much into it, but basically I've taken six L's in a row. <clears throat> That's tough. Um, but when Christian McCaffrey finally decides to come back, I'll finally have that void filled. And I'm My coming way. for all of your necks. <laughs> oh, wait, Jack. 
<laughs> what if you want him? It's gonna be too late. I, I, he's Jack coming Mike, back. Jack's playing for spoiler for the season. Who's he gonna? But knock hey, if you want to give, if you want to trade me, we can talk about some trades. You <laughs> offer the most booty trades entirely. <laughs> <laughs> Say it louder for the people in the back. Yeah, that's, that's all right. Yeah, my trades might not be the best, but at the same time, <laughs> six and two, and in first place. Hey, you know what? Scott just oh, values his go. players high. He just he yeah. just values his players really high. Yeah, exactly. He's upper class fantasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the high class. You're right, dud, Jack. No, it's a stud. Nah, damn it. CJ, right. your dud of the week is your my no, hosting. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to get too much into that. Stud of the week, uh, I guess I'll go for something a little bit different. I'm going to go for The Mandalorian. Oh. It came back. Okay. Um, first episode was pretty fire for season two. Haven't seen um, it yet. I don't know how many of you watch it. Um, do any I mean, of you I watch do. it? I do. I do. Oh, Ryan? I don't. But oh, I've okay. heard about but it. I've heard it's really good, though. It's it's really good. The first episode had a lot of action to it. Hell yeah. So I, obviously, since none of you watch or so since CJ hasn't watched it yet, I can't really spoil anything. But good episode overall. That's definitely going to be a stud. Um, other than that, you know. Same old stuff happening during the week, so nothing. Else I didn't know you were a Star Wars guy, but that's that's interesting. Yeah, I just got into it recently, to be honest with you. All right, now let's time to get into football. So, like last review, we're gonna do uh, start off by covering the games we don't care about. Um, so let's just get right into it. So the very first game uh, that we can briefly cover. Uh, as the Indianapolis Colts beat the Detroit Lions forty-one to twenty-one, do um, you guys have any thoughts on this game? Next, nope. <laughs> Naheem popped off. Naheem popped off. Naheem this hung. game was boring. We're not going to cover this game. Yeah, next. <laughs> next. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Tennessee Titans got upset by the Cincinnati Bengals thirty-one to twenty. Joe Burrow looked pretty good. Um, the Titans have now lost two two straight games. Are you guys concerned at all? I I hope I am because they play Bears next week and we're trying to make it three. Okay, okay. <laughs> I I think I, I don't know. Burrow's the real deal, man. Burrow's the real deal. There's, there's really not much to say. Titan, Titans looked bad. Bengals Bengals actually have some talent and they're starting. The to Bengals have they won't they won't make the playoffs this year. By they play in a tough division. I know we know Scott. They're in your division, <laughs> but uh, uh, they got a good young core of receivers. They got Joe Burrow. He's starting to build chemistry with Tyler. I mean, Tyler Boyd looks like he's the number one guy right now. Oh, AJ Green, T. Higgins. AJ Green coming along. Joe Mixon's Joe Mixon was even out this week, so he was out last week too. Joe Mixon last week as well. Low key, the most overrated running back in the league. Don't even get me started on Joe Mixon, bro. But I, this that is, is a, that is a that is just a solid running back. That is a mid tier running back. Besides that, I think since he's one of those teams that could just make a run towards the end of the season. So um, not this year. Going into going into next season, that's what I mean. Like as they enter, almost like an Arizona Cardinals kind of thing. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. exactly. Yeah, I mean, way. yeah, Joe's looking good. Joe's looking good. He went what two hundred and fifty yards, two TDs. Not yeah. bad. Not right. bad. The third game we want to cover. I don't even know why they played this game. The Kansas City Chiefs smacked the hell out of the New York Jets, thirty-five to nine. The Jets are now zero eight on the year. Um, Patrick Mahomes, um, five TDs, four hundred sixteen yards and five touchdowns. Like Ryan mentioned, um, he finally threw a TD to Kelsey. Hey, let yeah. me let me also point out 
that's 36 points towards me beating CJ in fantasy football this yeah. week. You beat my poverty team this week. I forfeited this week <laughs> for DeAndre Hopkins. That's besides the point. Uh, three guys nearly caught 100 yards. Uh, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Mecole Hardman. Um, the Jets are awful. God, um, they are so bad, bro. And it's just it just looks like I'm looking at – I didn't watch the game because I don't know why the hell you would watch this game. But, I mean, they didn't turn the ball over. It was just the fact that they can't do anything on offense. Like the receivers, no, nobody caught more than 40 – Caught more than you know, ran or caught the ball for more than forty-five yards. Um, Frank Gore. They, really didn't seem, they didn't seem like they were on the same page with Sam Darnold. Like Sam Darnold was throwing a lot of like back shoulder passes, and the receiver was still running. They like, just they not seem off. They seem those, receiver, those receivers are just not capable. I mean, Denzel Mims has only played his second game of the year. Yeah. Um, he's been looking, Crowder, he's been looking pretty good. Yeah, I think I think when Jamison Crowder comes back, that Denzel Mims could uh. He could he Drive. could be something for sure. He's a big body. Yeah. End zone threat. Um, do you guys see do you guys think they're gonna just ride out the Adam Gase train or do you think they'll just like fire him? I think they'll fire game? him at the end of the year. There's no at this okay. rate, there's no point in firing him now. Oh, like, yeah. Through like, eight games, there's no point of firing start, him now. Start the interview process, like look at other coaches, see what you want to do, like yeah, see where you gotta get better, whatever, and like go from there. Um in another game, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders beat the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland, sixteen to six. They played in a hurricane. Um, it seemed like, <laughs> but uh, ugly game. Um, you know, the Raiders are sneaky good. I, I mean, I've been saying this: the Raiders are sneaky good. They might, you know, snag a wild card spot. Very inconsistent. Uh, very inconsistent, though, Scotty. I got nothing. Bro. <laughs> I don't care about the Raiders. Next, <laughs> Jack, got anything to say? I mean, if they can start, uh, if they can begin to click, then they might be scary. That's about it. Um, the next game, that we, our very last game that we don't want to, you know, we just want to briefly cover. Uh, the Buffalo Bills snagged a close one versus New England, twenty-four to twenty-one. That's now like four straight losses for New England. Um, Tokes COVID Cam is just not it. What do you guys think? Mm, We've been saying for how long that, or I think it's Ryan and I have been saying for how long that Cam Newton is just. He's not it. He's not good. He had one really good season. And he won the MVP. They went to the Super Bowl. And, like, after That's that, it. he really, like, I don't know. Well, kind of I fun. mean, before he got hurt last year, but before he got hurt last year, he was doing really good. Like, he yep. was putting up very consistent numbers to his MVP year. Yeah. I, yeah. His uh, This year, too, he honestly played well. He looked good in the first two games before he got COVID. Like, yeah, he looked really good. He did. He did. Um, and they used his like running ability very well, like near the goal line and stuff. So like his, I don't know, his stats were like very juiced up because it's like, oh, he has all these rushing touchdowns, but like eight of them were like, or like eighty percent of them were like one yard, like because he's so big. I think I think this was his best passing year probably so far before COVID, and now he's yeah. just dude. He's like he's playing like probably the worst football he's played since he got in the league. I'm sure they'll figure it out. They still got Bill Belichick in their corner. So, um, well, dude, he's he's even saying that he's worried about losing his job because he hasn't been playing. Bill? I think he's. I honestly no, think he's just Bill, some Cam. pressure. Cam. I think he's just putting some mental pressure on himself. Stidham, I, Stidham I is awful. Don't even get me started. Stidham's Stidham. bad. Stidham's bad. Do they still have Brian Hoyer? Hoy, 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 Hoyer. I don't even. Yeah, he's bad too, bro. All right, let's get into uh, let's get into the good games. Uh, we're starting off with the banger. So buckle up. 
All right, we got the Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> smacking the Dallas Cowboys twenty three. Oh my god! Wait, why do we why do we there, care about this game? There are so many bad jokes you can make. About we just want to troll the Cowboys. This game was yeah. so <laughs> ugly, bro. So ugly. This was Division ten high school football out there. <laughs> For real though. <laughs> God. Okay, I have some comments on this. Um, the Cowboys were doing stuff. Um, they were calling plays that a team that playing this bad shouldn't be doing. <laughs> like the double reverse, double pass calls. Yeah. Um, did you see Danucci try to throw like a little sidearm Mahomes thing? Like Amari Cooper was already out of bounds. <laughs> they, they also yeah. weren't getting their best players involved. Like Amari Cooper had one oh. catch for five yards. Yeah. You can't he was he was targeting Gallup a lot, Michael Gallup. Yeah. He had like yeah. eleven targets, but yeah, Gallup dropping the ball still. He's got some. It's problems. so it's so unfortunate. Like their that fit that team's fantasy value. Like whoever you had on that team for fantasy, their value dropped so much. Like I had both CD and I had Zeke, and I only know what to do with Zeke, bro. I honestly don't even fucking know. Zeke's like, a flex player at this rate. I don't even know. Nah, I don't even know he's a flex. Like, he's not doing anything. That's the thing, though, is, like, if I'm Mike McCarthy, I'm getting Zeke and Amari Cooper involved as much as possible because those are your two threats on offense. And then yeah. once you get those guys going, or at least somewhat going, you can start focusing on getting, like, the Michael Gallups, the you know, the, yeah, I the agree. Backup, you know, or like this, the number two options going because, like, I mean, Amari Cooper has that playmaking ability. You, oh, you get him on a slant and eight yards. There's CD is the same way, and like even getting Zeke involved in the pass game, like, yeah, they just, I think like, it's, I think it's tough just because hard. they they have so many offensive linemen injuries. Yeah, so many. So like, it's even hard to get Zeke going. Yeah. He can't get more than freaking five yards. They're also in a tough situation because who's better, Andy Dalton or Danucci? <laughs> like you yeah, think Andy real. Dalton? But, oh. good Lord, like he's hurt. He might. I think he'll probably come back because there's no way Danucci's playing another game. If they, they need to take the Dalton was horrible too. They need to take yeah. the train wheels off of Danucci. Uh, they need a little spark. He's your third string quarterback. If he throws five picks in a game, so what? He's a third string quarterback. Yeah, but yeah, you need to let right. something happen. All they were running were slants and screens. It was pretty embarrassing. Um, I mean, for as bad as Philly played the other night, you know, Dallas should have at least yeah, made the game more competitive. Uh, it was actually comical seeing I mean, like seeing snap go into the end zone. Oh, my God. At, at, I know. This, at well, this rate, you're in a division where you need like five wins to make it to the playoffs. So they're, they're not out of it. it Dallas is not out of it. Which no, is let it loose. <laughs> yeah. You guys have anything else on the Eagles, though? I, I honestly think they're only going to get better. Like I, I actually think the Eagles are are going to be a decent football team. Alshon Jeffrey's going to come back in two weeks after the bye. Yeah, and that Jalen Rager looked good. Jalen Rager looked good. Um, about Miles. A, when does Miles Sanders back? Say again. When does Miles, Miles Sanders? Sanders I think he. I think he's week to week, so he might come back next week after the bye. Yeah, I don't know, but it, I think it. I think it's. I don't know. Like I do like the Eagles. I like Miles Sanders a lot, but it's tough because. Against the Dallas defense, you would think Carson Wentz would go off, and he didn't. He had such a bad game, you know. Yeah. So, like, yeah. if you're an Eagles fan, like that's something that. that you're game, like, yeah, I don't know. That's tough. I mean, let, let's let's keep it real here. Like, they're we're not. I'm not going to go on a limb and say they're like a a really good football team, but I I think that right now, in my eyes, they should be the favorites to win that division. Oh, Dude, they're going to host. They're going to host a playoff game. Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. Actually, I saw something today just that reminded me of something random that if the playoffs started today, the Eagles and Carson Wentz would host the Bears and Nick Foles <laughs> in the playoff round one. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. It would be funny, but anyways. I think they'll get better. I, I just think, you know, they've played better the last two games, so I think they'll get better. All right, now we have another upset or an upset. Um, the Minnesota Vikings beat the Green Bay Packers uh, by a score of 28 to 22. Your boy, uh, Ryan Dalvin Cook, went off. Yes, sir. Uh, single-handedly carried that offense, 30 carries, three touchdowns for 163 yards, two catches for 63 yards. Um, another touchdown. And a touchdown. Yeah, Your he thought. had four touchdowns, bro. He went off. My my thoughts are I'm just ecstatic that the Vikings beat the Packers because the Bears are tied for first in the NFC North after a loss. So. And, like, Packers losing is always a good thing. So, um, Dalvin Cook went off. I, I, I told you I think he's the best running back in the league. I think yeah. I think this last game helps helps prove that. Um, the, the man is a freaking – monster in the backfield <laughs> so he literally did like the, the receivers did not do anything jefferson and Thielen like barely got involved I mean, three catches for 26 and 27 um that I mean, all, is, cook, all cook on offense 30 carries it's a, that offense is predicated around him too like it, <laughs> yeah. it, it's like it's a run first offense and when you got a guy like him and he got paid like he's he's full steam ahead so Incredible. Uh, are you are you concerned at all with um, the Packers losing uh, this game? I know they've looked good in all in most games, but you know against they've lost two now. Um, they got shut out, or in, you know they pretty much got shut out against Tampa Bay, and then this week you know they kind of gave up a game to a team that they beat earlier in the season. Um, are you concerned at all with the Green Bay? Are they no longer a Super Bowl contender? I know Jack, you called it. They're not a Super Bowl. No, I, I still don't think so. I don't I don't think so either. I mean, it, it, they're beatable. Like, their defense really isn't that good uh, yeah. statistically. So, like, if you um, – they're, they're – I don't know. I mean, their offense definitely runs more fluid than the Bears, but they're kind of in a similar situation with teams that have a very good defense. Or, like, they're in, like, the opposite situation where they have a very good offense but very, very bad defense. Where you got a good pass defense, their run defense isn't uh, suspect. yeah, they have a pretty good secondary. I think that was definitely proven. But like when you play teams with running backs like Dalvin Cook, like they're just gonna get cooked. And... <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Vikings <laughs> <laughs> have a, a decent to solid defense. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I I don't know. I didn't, I, I, I honestly, I, I don't know. Anybody else got any thoughts on that? <laughs> No, that's I'm about good. it. I'm good. I don't like watching the Packers play. Yeah, like really? whenever I, I like whenever I have fantasy, I try to avoid Packers players just because I don't like watching them play for some reason. Well, I don't know. Monte Adams is their only like. <laughs> hey, did you hear they might get Will Fuller though? I did. Do you think that that would uh, affect his fantasy value? Who's would that go up if he had Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I think it will definitely affect Devonte just a little bit. Devonte is clearly. Um, the receiver, if you're like playing fantasy, clearly. <laughs> what do you think about Will Fuller though? Will Fuller's fantasy value because he's the number one yeah. in Houston oh, it'll right go now. Up. It'll go yeah. up. Uh, actually, I don't know. Uh, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Deshaun. Um, but Aaron Jones also hasn't been there, so I mean, I think for Fuller, I don't know. 
Yeah. I think it'll stay stay the same. All right, moving on. Uh, we got you know a pretty disappointing game. The LA Rams losing to the uh, Miami Dolphins, seventeen to twenty. I know. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Rams dropped their third game of the year. Personally, I put this game on golf, a hundred percent. I flip on the TV. I missed the first quarter. I flip on the TV. Uh, very first play that I see is Taylor Rapp, you know, creating a fumble, you know, and now the Rams are in scoring position. What do, what does Jared Goff do? Strip sack for a fumble or strip sack for a touchdown. Um, just an ugly game. I think I think people need to realize. I mean, I've kind of said it. I, I've kind of noticed it already. Uh, Goff is. I'm gonna just go out and say this. Goff is literally probably the the least talented quarterback in the NFL. Um, this guy is makes no dazzling throws. He doesn't make any spectacular throws. He's unathletic. He can't move. Uh, he doesn't look. He doesn't look like he could win you a game, bro. It's crazy to me that he got that extension. He's, He's so kind bad. of four year extension for a hundred thirty million dollars, bro. That's insane. His insane. agent is goaded for sure. He's two so interceptions. Uh, I think he had like two fumbles too. It was just a bad game. I put the game on totally on him. Um, do you guys? So you know the movie Ratatouille, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, the, uh, here I have a little reference. A little, I have a little reference for you. A little uh, analogy. So in Ratatouille, um, you know the rat controls all the cooking. Well, the white guy with the red hair, whatever, does all the like. Remy, brother. Linguini. Linguini. Oh, Remy. No, the rat's name is Remy. Anyways, oh, yeah, yeah. that is McVeigh and Goff. <laughs> Goff is probably in the earpiece, or McVeigh is probably in the earpiece telling Goff, "Cup is open." Woods is open. Reynolds is open. Like, if you want to think of assistant quarterback, Goff is a total system quarterback. They're not going to win a Super Bowl under Goff. If you put any quarterback on the Rams, you probably would, would win a couple Super Bowls. Um, he's just not it, man. He just cracks under pressure. Like mm-hmm. Once the lead is big enough, they go down. He'll start throwing the ball again. He threw the ball 60 times for 355 yards. Um, you know, just t- He's just not built for, you know, Close games like this. Um, Robert Woods had a good game. yards, like he was barely on the field. Um, it's just a. I think yeah, I put that, that, in golf. that Dolphins defense. Yeah. They played real well. Yeah, very well. I think like, it's just golfing. Golf is just garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think it was much. Golf costed them the game. I'm sorry. What do you? Do you guys have anything? Anything to say? I mean, I guess I'm kind of impressed that the Dolphins are four and three. To be honest, Dolphins are kind of nice um you know to a, only 93 yards uh they play hard i mean this is a team that you know they have a good defense uh they'll definitely make i mean that division is like wide open now now that brady's gone so in a few years yeah. few years you know miami could they actually might make a playoff they run, run. yeah they know. can That's make right. a run this year for sure i feel like they just got a lot of young guys that are trying to like put some respect on their name too they got a new coach new new quarterback new running back like they just got a lot of young guys that like I mean, they, they they were a bad football team for a while now. Yeah. So I think they're just trying to, like, put some respect on their name and, like, build something there. All right. Now, moving on to my real team. You heard that? Man. This man, <laughs> the Adams Seahawks. Lord, bro. <laughs> Beating the San Francisco 49ers oh. 37 to 27. Oh, the Seahawks are good this year. CJ's a fan. 
Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I hate San Francisco, so I'm good with the Seahawks. Okay, beat. all right, cool. Let's talk about Baby Julio, aka DK Metcalf. Ooh, um, I had to play against beast. him in fantasy, so that was tough. Fifteen <laughs> targets, twelve receptions, 161 yards, and two TDs. He had like a hundred yards. He had a hundred yards, two touchdowns in the first half. Dude, you, both of those touchdowns though, he went from he showed off, he flexed his athletic ability on both of those touchdowns. Oh yeah, oh, the first yeah. one, he literally caught the ball in the middle, ran around the whole entire defense, tiptoed down the sideline, and scored it. He showed mm-hmm. his four four speed, you know. And then the next touchdown, he literally boxed somebody out, and then just muscled his way for a touchdown. Yeah, that was his size. That, that team is real fun to watch. I like watching them. I mean, and they have the rookie running back. They had like two touchdowns. Yeah, DJ Dallas. Yeah. Um, he's on my fantasy team. He came through for me, but I still lost. But, you know, I'm going to stash him. Ryan, any thoughts on the Seahawks? I mean, that offense, if Russ is going to keep cooking the way he is, then that offense is uh, is going to put up points no matter who's on the field. Um, and, like, they're also an offense, too. Like, everybody talks about DK being insane, which he is, but they spread the ball around so much. I mean, two weeks ago, Lockett had or last yeah. week. Well, that's what, yeah. I'm thinking two weeks ago because like this last weekend, and then two games ago. Oh yeah, I got you. Yeah. Lockett went off for 200 yards, and DK had like two catches, which uh, I think is a testament to see how talented and like deep they that offense is, and how they can they can really put up points. Um, I think Seattle's Seattle's biggest flaw or like what is going to determine how far like they go is their defense Defense. facts Um, their defense really is not that good um they might put up 38 points but the opposing team's putting up 35 they got the worst secondary in in, in football yeah so i think no lob here no legion i don't know those cowboys are pretty bad (laughs) (laughs) cowboys are pretty bad I, i think if they can clean up some stuff on defense um and maybe you know hold teams to under 30 points they they have a they have a solid shot just because their offense is i think averaging over 30 points a game so really quickly are they like a top are they a top three team in the, in the league still in your eyes i, I think so i think they're three, top three? Uh, yeah I, think I got my three i I still have chiefs at number one even though still i got steelers, steelers seven, no, i have chiefs steelers and then seahawks yeah i got steelers chiefs uh seahawks I don't know. I'd have to take a look at like all the teams. I might put them closer to like number five, just because like Ooh. I think they're I think Ooh, they're really yeah, vulnerable. Yeah. I mean, they almost got they almost got beat by by the Patriots, who are two and five. Even yeah. I mean, Cam had a great game, um, and like that was when like kind of the Patriots were were flowing a little bit more. But I don't know that that defense is real sus, and like when you get late into December and playoff time, like. You, you, you can't just outscore teams like in snow and rain and stuff. Like you're yeah, gonna yeah. need to, you're gonna need some help. Moving on to the other sideline, um, I'm just gonna go out and say this. I think San Francisco missed their window last season. Um, you know, you kind of saw with the Rams two years ago. Uh, the Rams that was their chance, and they blew it. And the next year, they you know they suffered. They missed the playoffs. San Francisco, you know, they missed it. They blew it last year, and right now it doesn't look like they'll make. They'll be a Making a playoff experience, uh, sorry, a playoff appearance. Given how good their division is, given how good you know other teams in that conference are, now, what do you guys think? No, I I one hundred percent agree with you. I think that team. I think it's unfortunate what happened to that team though, just because with all the injuries, they lost half their defense at the beginning of the season, and now they're down 
George Kittle for the rest of the season, and then Garoppolo. I'm pretty sure Garoppolo got hurt too. So yeah. that team, that, that injuries for they that need team. A, they need a better it. quarterback. Garoppolo yeah. is not going to get it done. Garoppolo is he just got paid, didn't he? He's a mid, yeah, he did. He's a mid-tier quarterback that, you know, he makes smart decisions. He doesn't turn the ball over. Um, but, like, he's, when he, when he needs to make plays, he just can't, you know. It, it's just – it's not – I don't know. He just – he doesn't do anything special. He, he doesn't really scramble. Like, you don't you don't see him – he has he has limited running. Like, he can run, but it's not great. Uh, he's obviously injury-prone because he's torn his ACL and he's been injured twice this year. Um, and I just, I don't know, man. I, I think that, you know, living in the Bay area and having a lot of Niners fans around me and hearing the way they, they talk about it is like Garoppolo might be a good quarterback, but he's, he's not going to win them a Super Bowl. He's golf of the North. Yeah. He's better than golf. <laughs> I'm not happy with golf right now. Like, I, I don't know, but like Scott said, they're, they're very injury prone right or injured right now. And so like. They're they're a very talented team. Where I think if they didn't have the injuries that they do, they're probably six and two right now. Good point. Point. Good point, Jack. Uh, I think you guys hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, I don't like the 49ers, so I'm kind of glad that they're kind of tanking. We're um, on the same page for once. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh yes, CJ. Thank you. Um, screw them. You know, just to clarify, but- CJ and Jack don't agree on many athletic topics. Pretty here. much nothing. This Pretty much a- nothing. This is a big moment. For that us. is that is true. We don't agree on anything. Ryan and I agree mostly on everything. Yeah, and then you'll you'll see definitely in the future. Thank God for Scott. I'm I'm getting double <laughs> here. Uh, that point guard debate is be a good one. But anyways, moving on. Next, moving next on. Game. Uh, I know Scott, you're very passionate about this game. This might have been the game of the day. Actually, I take that back. But one of the good games, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers falling to Denver, thirty to thirty one. Scott, go ahead and go off on um, Anthony Lynn and the play calling. I mean, uh, bro, this game was frustrating to watch because by no means am I a Charger fan, but I do like Justin Herbert a lot. So I just want him to succeed, you know. And this is the fifth week straight, fifth week that they've had at least a 10-point lead on on their opponent and lose the game. Or at least the team come back. This is the fourth fourth yeah, game. Yeah. They've the Jacksonville game. Yeah. yeah. But, God, they had a 17-point lead against Tampa, 17-point lead against the Saints, 11-point lead against the Chiefs, 10-point lead to the Jags, and then 21-point lead this past weekend to the Broncos. And it's just like a reoccurring trend with Anthony Lynn. When they are up by a lot, he just gets very passive with his play calling. So passive. A lot of runs, trying to run, uh, trying to drain the clock. And I think the perfect example is Pete Carroll with Seattle. They were up 30-7 to on the 49ers, and he was not worried about the clock. He was just airing it out to DK still. Like, he did not give a fuck. But, like, with this Chargers team, it's just like, just throw the ball. You have a quarterback that can air it out. You have targets. Keenan Allen had nine targets in the first half, bro. Finished with 12. So, if, if that gives you some perspective, like, I don't know. I think he'll be gone after this season, but Oof. it's tough. It's tough. I, I agree with Scotty. They gotta. They clearly gotta keep keep the you know the foot on the neck here, and not just let teams back into the game because like they're they're not good enough yet to just like turn it back on. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it falls on Anthony Lynn. I mean, it, it might be time for him to go. 
and who knows but what he's been able to do with justin herbert uh i think might keep him around for a little bit longer because herbert herbert's rookie of the year no questions yeah. asked yeah i agree i agree i have to manage this, this man 78 three touchdowns and two interceptions he I mean, looked he's, good. He's, he's, like, he's just good. fun to watch too like yeah. he brings excitement like that throw to keenan was a was a dot right over yeah. the linebacker yeah, yeah. All the people I think he's tied with Russ for the most touchdowns, twenty plus yards. I think, I think so. it's like eight or something like that, or that might have been going into week seven. Yeah, All week the eight. people that were hating on Justin Herbert, saying he wasn't going to be good coming to the NFL, fighting their words because uh-huh. people like me and Scotty have been telling them that he's going to be the best quarterback. Day one, Joe, since day one. Since day one. I don't know. Tua, Tua hasn't really shown anything yet, but, you know. I mean, that, that sounds like typical things from somebody who went to your college, you know. Talk to him, Jack. We're agreeing again. <laughs> the thing is, is, if anything, though, we saw him live for two, four True. seasons. It's like we know all of his, like, strengths and weaknesses. So, like, going into the NFL, like, I knew for a fact that he was going to be a baller. But my I, only concern with him, I was think he's just lucky with te- with the team he got too. Okay, Jack, <laughs> Jack. But my only thing with him was personality because he's so introverted. You know, you don't see many introverted quarterbacks lead their teams. You know, so like that was my only thing. But I knew he could ball. Yeah. Dude, he's he. There's no no. No, he can, he can he can definitely ball. But I'm just saying it has a lot. I team is on too. He went in as a freshman. I said he was he was. I I said his year he was going to win the Heisman. Obviously, he didn't win the Heisman. But he won like, the academic Heisman, if that. <laughs> <laughs> this man is smart. He's uh, he's in the fishing club in high school. The I mean, major. <laughs> this is this is a smart man. I actually saw him go to class. If that tells you anything, ladies. Really, and bro? I've never seen him on campus. That's crazy. Oh uh, yeah, I saw him a lot. I mean, his Scotty. family, his family's real cool. Scotty, he just blends in. Wait, Ryan, you went to class? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Sometimes I was just on campus. <laughs> Just playing, mom. I went to classes. <laughs> I have this theory that Anthony Anthony Lynn like is still bitter that Tyrod is not starting for the for the Chargers. Like we're just yeah. this is just a small thing. Like I just think Anthony Lynn wants Herbert to do well, He's but not too game. well, you know, because <laughs> I'm saving that spot for Tyrod to come back. You know, Dude, it's crazy. It's kind of like a little little. I mean, this is this might be a little far fetched, but like a Tom Brady, Eric or Eric, but no Drew Bledsoe. Uh, yeah. Situation where, like, you know, the starter gets injured, guy comes in, he balls out. Like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, we don't know how Herbert's going to be for his career, but it's like, it's so a good start. Odd, like, literally, his the team doctor. So, like, it doesn't end up being a, a Jeremy Lin type of situation. Nah, yeah. nah. Yeah. Herbert, Herbert's yeah. going to multiple Pro Bowls in his career. I mean, obviously, the way he's playing this year, if, it, if he only gets better, that's that's a Hall of Fame career if he only gets better. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm, bro, he's off to a good start, <laughs> bro. bro. Let's let's play play a game with three hey, here's the truth, and then we can move on from games. If Sam Donald was in the situation that Justin Herbert was in, you would be saying the same situation. I would. Donald I would. Would I would just, have stats. Okay, let's just Donald say, let's just say Donald would be doing the same thing. He would not be doing I, the same I didn't thing. say that he would be necessarily doing the same thing because we don't know. But, like, if he was on a better team, you wouldn't have people like Scott saying he's booty. <laughs> he <laughs> is booty, bro. Not he's booty. terrible. <laughs> Donald is terrible. He's a bro. All right. Yeah, yeah, Scott's picking and choosing his well, for, for, First of all, don't be so don't, – don't be doing that to the hometown kid. You know, he, he's, yeah, bro. he's an Orange, Orange County, County boy. Man. Come on, Orange – 
but uh i'll say whatever i want he is trash <laughs> he's not nah, trash bro. i don't care Come if he's on. from freaking can't la Saint new york i don't care he is trash if he was in sam if he was in justin herbert's shoes he wouldn't be doing shit if you can't excuse my language that. i don't know about that God. like that's that's not good. Like you gotta at least you gotta at least admit that the Jets being that bad plays into your yes. take on. That's all we're talking about. Not being that. We're talking good. about Justin Bro, Herbert here. I'm not ghost. even talking about Darnold right now. Sam Darnold uh, sees ghosts. I don't want to hear. Yeah, I would see ghosts too if I got hit right after I said hi. I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. I know. I know. Ryan's. Let's and talk Jack, about. I know Ryan and Jack are gonna feel pretty passionate about this game, but. Um, Chicago Bears, I'm more concerned about another thing, but the Chicago Bears fell to the Saints, 26 to 23. Before we get in the game, what the hell happened with Javon? They're saying that he got spit on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, in the game, right, they showed that uh, he, like, poked Anthony Miller in the face, right, like after the play. And then yeah. he, after the play, he, like, went up to him and acted all tough and, like, threw some punches. Um, but now he's saying that he got spit on. And like his mouth guard got like yanked out or something by this guy on like an yeah early I saw play. that or chain or yeah or oh, chain guard, or yeah um, so that's what he claims Gardner Webb or I think his last name is Gardner Gardner Webb. Johnson Gardner Johnson Gardner Webb to college Gardner Johnson uh, denies it but uh, I think the funniest part well there's two funny things that I got to mention <laughs> about this uh, one his reaction to getting punched was like one of the funniest things ever. It's like a GTA character getting punched. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, he's like, like a robot. He's like, what, what is there. Are you serious? Like really what? Ate it up. Number two, my dad's literally texting me in mid game. He like, and we're talking about, I'm like, what? Like, we're like, what the hell just happened? And he goes, oh, it's just wins. It's not a big loss. I'm like, you guy gets like five snaps a game. Like, and he's throwing punches. <laughs> like, you probably just lost your like, like for sure losses oh, like i mean, got cut he got suspended for two games that's yeah suspended for two games and like he's he's on such thin ice now like if i was matt Nagy, like i mean he he really like because there's guys like riley ridley and stuff that are on the come up that could easily take his spot over guys that are gonna throw punches in a game over something stupid i thought he was standing up for a teammate but if that was the case i stand by it but i mean but it still was like it, it killed the drive. Like, we had some momentum ah. going. Like, it, it did a lot of damage for the game itself. And, like, he just looked like an idiot out there. <laughs> All right, on to the game itself. Um, this game went to overtime, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Game went to overtime. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a close game. Uh, five and three now. Chicago is. Saints are five and two. Uh, as passionate Bear, Bears fans that you guys are, go ahead and uh, – Share your thoughts. This is a safe space. Jack, I'll let you go it's first. A, it's a safe space. Well, I'm actually um, going to have to admit the fact that I couldn't watch um, this weekend. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, in case you guys were wondering why I wasn't hate responding in the uh, group chat this weekend. That's um, fair. That's I fair. definitely went into that and I was like, dang, they're going off. Had like seventy missed messages from you guys, yeah. <laughs> but um, if I had to take if I had to take any guesses though, I'm gonna assume we had some uh, we left points up on the board. If I had to take any type of guess as to yeah. why we lost, but yeah, I'll go ahead and let Ryan go ahead. Yeah. And- um. All right. Well, first things first. I think 
besides some self imploding that the Bears did, obviously, right? Like starting the fight, getting some penalties, things like that. Uh, this was the most complete game that Chicago has played all year, in my opinion. Oh, uh, you're proud. The, uh, I mean, we lost, but <laughs> okay. I am, I am like, honestly, like, I I think it was a tough loss. Obviously, the Saints are a really good team. They're without some players, but I think this was the most complete game that the Bears played. They were up thirteen to three at one point. The offense had big explosive plays throughout the game that we had. Like at Chicago hasn't seen that since like the Jay Cutler Brandon Marshall days, like in two thousand ten or twelve when we made the playoffs, and so. We had explosive plays on offense, right? Like 50-yard catch, 30-yard run, um, and stuff like that. So the offense flowed. It still isn't great. Um, I mean, honestly, it kind of feels like Nagy needs to give up the play call in or something. Something needs to change on the offensive end. Allen Robinson was getting frustrated at one point, literally separated himself from the team because he needed to calm down. So, like, there's a lot of frustration on that offense. Uh, not being able to put full drives together, not being able to, you know, not leave points on the field, and honestly, just giving the defense a rest. Because, um, like I've said before, in in, in past uh, episodes, like there is such a thing as a good drive that doesn't score points. It's, it's all, you know, it's a field position yeah. game too. You know, special teams plays plays a role, and and if you can get a punt and get get a team in their inside their ten, and then they punt it back, and all of a sudden you're starting at your forty yard line. That's that's good. Um, so I, I do think like, I mean, the def. I think this was, this was the toughest, I don't, I don't know. The defense didn't play great, but they played good. Um, the offense obviously did not play great, but I thought they played, they played good. Uh, they just, they just weren't able to put it together and like, you know, they, they had their opportunity in overtime. They had a drive going and then they had two drops by receivers on back-to-back plays. And like, you, you, you can't have that. Like, you you have rhythm. You have guys that can catch the ball and and can make a move. And then all of a sudden, right, you get a first down. You're feeling good. Then you get a drop by Anthony Miller. Then you get a drop, easy drops by Jimmy Graham. I mean, these are these are balls hitting them straight in the numbers, right? And so, you know, it, it's it's tough to watch that because you know we could have we we have the opportunity to win, but um, I would say you know my my blood pressure just wasn't wasn't through the roof like it normally is sometimes i mean sometimes i watch the bears game and i'm just like That's what good. in the what in like what are you doing like on offense like you're at peace like what are you doing and there were times during the game that was like that but it was a lot better like i i truly thought that this was one of the this was a very good step in the right direction the offense looked better i think the defense played well um you know, they just they when they it's it's kind of like the Chargers when they get that early lead, they need to keep their foot on the gas pedal and keep going and not kind of like play around and do some try to trickery or do something fancy. You just stick with what's working and get after it. So um, I think it's also important to mention we found a kicker in Cairo Santos. Goodbye, my Eddie P. My, Goodbye, Pinero. My dog. Yeah, fifty-one yarder. Send it to OT. So. I, I we lost. It's, uh, it's a reflection it's, game. You kind of like learn more about your team. Yeah, it's a little bit of a reflection game. Um, again, Nagy Nagy's game management worse than worse than the league. He's done with <laughs> win. Like this, this man is just a a horrible game manager. 
he's just a he's just a bald Adam Gase. Dude, I just I, I don't know. Sometimes I just don't get it. Maybe I maybe I maybe I'm missing something. But it seems like a lot of the players are frustrated with his offensive play calling too. So I don't know. I read an article that he's going to start letting Foles have more control of the offense, which I think is going to be a really good thing for them. Um, so I'm excited to see how they play against the Titans. Um, and and think, you guys got the Packers in two weeks too. Yeah, but yes. I think I think this game against the Titans is going to be a very good tell on where we are as a team going forward. If we can win this one, I think it's a very good sign. If we lose it, I think that's when I start getting a little bit nervous about you know making the playoffs and kind of. If I were y'all, I'd be nervous. Next week is definitely a must win. I mean, I wouldn't even count out the Vikings and you know the week yeah. after as well. There, I mean, we have three tough games. I mean, yeah, who might be twice? Yeah, though, yeah. we had a re- we have a really tough stretch, right? We went from um, who did we play last week? Uh, we lost to the Rams. We had the Rams and the yes, Sir. Literally, it goes, was, Rams, it goes Rams, Saints, Titans. And then the Vikings, who obviously looked good against the Packers, but the Vikings, a healthy Vikings, and then the Packers. So like that yeah. stretch right there is really yeah, tough. And I think I think if we can go two and two, which or if out of these next three games we can win two games, so that'll put us at what seven and four. I think that's a very strong outcome of that, considering those are all playoff teams minus the Vikings. But like I said, the Vikings are probably going to win eight games this year. So. We're gonna skip over the Saints. We're gonna skip over the Saints. Um, yeah. Sorry, Kamara did his I thing. Rambled. No, it's fine. You're a Bears fan. Kamara did his thing. Probably 96 yards receiving, 67 yards rushing. Um, Debris had two touchdowns. Uh, moving on. Um, Scotty, now's your time. Here's your chance. Get ready. Warm up. Whatever you need to do. All right, y'all. The floor is yours. Seven zero. All right, y'all. Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers. Seven and oh. Oh, it sounds so good. Doesn't that sound good, y'all? It's okay. You guys don't have to answer because I know you can't relate. Okay. <laughs> oh. It's okay. <laughs> Going into Damn. this game, I was actually really nervous. Like I know Lamar hasn't been playing like himself or like last year, his MVP year. But I mean, it's still Lamar. That Ravens offense is still good. Their defense is actually pretty good too. And uh, they were in control for the majority of this game. They went they went into half seventeen seven. And I will say this though, I will say the, I mean in the game as a whole. I'll let you finish. Uh, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Game as a whole, Baltimore could have won this game had 100%. Lamar not had Lamar not turned the ball over so much. One hundred percent. He had four turnovers on him. Four turnovers. He had two interceptions, he, two fumbles, and then. Could One not interceptions with a pick six, and that was the third play of the game. Too. Yeah, this guy was not just he couldn't get out of the pocket. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if Pittsburgh was containing him. They um, were, they were. No, they I mean, they had a good game plan. And then this is almost exactly like last year. Last year, yeah. Steelers they kind of set up a blueprint on him for the rest of the year. Dude. They they boxed him up for the most of the I, game last year. I know you want to give credit to your Steelers. But I gotta tell you what the Titans did to the Ravens in the playoffs last year. You were right. The blueprint for oh, yeah. teams this year. And now everybody knows how to play Lamar, and that's why we're not seeing Lamar that good because I mean it, it's a fact that he's not a, a pocket passer. Like his pocket passer rating isn't that high. He'll make yeah. some great passes, but then he'll just, he'll just like take bad sacks. Right. He'll take and, bad sacks, he'll fumble the ball, you know. And so I think 
this year is going to show Lamar what he needs to work on to be an elite quarterback. Yeah, I agree. And then it'll be interesting to see how he responds next year. Because, like like I said, when you have defenses that can actually execute that plan, that blueprint, like the Steelers did this this last week and like the Titans did before, it'll it'll be interesting to see how Lamar can, like, change his 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 thing. Because, I mean, he, what, he was MVP. I mean, this guy is a freaking stud. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. Um, the only reason – I truly, the only reason we won this game is because of our defense. Because our offense, like, if you look at the box scores and the, the numbers and stuff like that, it's really not that impressive at all. It's strictly just defense balled out. Um, but the thing is, is Baltimore was running a lot on our defense. They combined – there are three, I mean, including Lamar. J.K. went off. Uh, Gus Edwards went off. And they combined for 265 yards. So Damn. I mean, and there, there was, like, one drive – there was one the one of their last drives. They were running like that option play. They ran like an option, and we could not stop it at all. We were so worried about Lamar oh, wow. that J.K. Gus Edwards was getting out, and the, gosh, bro, they were like running. I'm surprised they didn't run that all game because they were just freaking running down our throats. We gotta we gotta give John Harbaugh a little shout out here. I mean that that man is a genius because he built that offense. You know, Matt oh, Nagy, take some notes. Matt Nagy, take some notes. <laughs> he built that offense around his players. Forced it on them. He built it around their players, and look at how good they are. So, so, so you're saying a coach that can build a a uh, an built, offense around certain they, players they is goat status, right? Yes. Pretty good. Yes. Okay. <laughs> he's talking Steve Kerr. <laughs> Ryan, he's talking Steve Kerr. I know he's talking Steve Kerr, but that's irrelevant to what we're doing here because well, the it's it's the same concept. Game plan. He just says shoot the damn ball. That's another right. conversation. Another conversation. So I know. I, know. I, I just I, I just I had to say for stopping. No, you're good. I really I really don't have much else to say besides oh, the fact yeah. that we are. I'm looking at. Low. I just I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the offense's numbers. Their numbers weren't like nothing eye popping. Not at all. Two touchdowns, one eighty-two. Receivers all had like similar games. Um, but yeah, I mean, just looking at the what you know how Baltimore, you know that Pittsburgh defense obviously made it hard on them. But mm-hmm. Baltimore kind of shooting themselves in the foot. Lamar had two picks, two fumbles. Um, I mean, they're gonna play each other another time in the season. I think maybe like. Is it week sixteen? I don't I know. I think it's week. It's four I weeks mean, from now, so we got Dallas, okay. Jacksonville, and Bengals, and then we have Baltimore. Baltimore. That's yeah. going to be another good game. I mean, so we're going to be ten and zero going into that game. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, yeah, that, game was, that I, game was I, physical. I hope, yeah, I hope Pittsburgh loses every game the rest of the year. <laughs> it ain't happening. They're definitely beating. Like it's not happening for them. Seven and zero, baby, it feels good. Nice. Pittsburgh that's was all good. It, you want, that's all it. That's it. You got to beat another big opponent. I mean, who knows? My laptop could crash. You know, this is your Dude. chance. Say right. something. Yeah, enjoy it while it lasts. Is all I gotta say. Hey, I'm not <laughs> tripping. I'm not worried, y'all. Y'all are tripping about the playoffs. I'm not tripping. Worried. We're there. there. They're the only other team in the league, and you still won't put them as number as the best team in the league. What's up? I with don't. That? I really don't. Just What's because of our offense, offense, bro. That I think. I mean, the Chiefs' offense is unstoppable. We saw what their defense was last week. Like their defense balled oh, out. They played the Jets. After right, let's, balled, let's I mean, but still. No, no, not this week. Not against the Jets. The week before. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. So I mean, that team. I still put them at the top. And then I have Steelers and then the Seahawks. But you just like playing underdog. 
So you can uh, say, so you can say, uh, oh, they doubted us. <laughs> you doubting, <laughs> doubting your team. But, uh, right now, I was actually really nervous, especially going into that last drive. Yeah, real nervous. But you guys lose to Jacksonville. I think the Steelers are the best team in the league. Yeah, no, I'd give it to them. Honestly, yeah, for sure. Um, I give it to them. I, I followed by Kansas City, followed by the Seahawks, followed by the Jets. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean. You guys ready to wrap? Yep. Yeah. All right. I think so. That's going to do it for today's episode. I uh, had a good NFL recap. Had some studs and duds. Um, glad we could bring that segment to life. Uh, look out for another episode this week. We have Pac-12 football coming up. So my two Oregon, my two Oregon Ducks friends over here are going to preview their team. I will bring on, you know, my USC insight, and Jack will just troll. Yeah. So uh, yes, I will. Jack's looking forward to that, that UCLA grime. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do want to bring this up, CJ. I do want to say this. This day, last year, <laughs> it was a massacre. A massacre happened, ladies and gentlemen. I was there. The, the was University too. of Oregon Ducks smashed the USC Trojans 56-24. to 24. I Can we just say that Trojan football is done? All right. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. <laughs> Be on the lookout for another one. Uh, that's going to do it. Catch you guys next time. <laughs>